Welcome to Reverb Roundtable, a weekly show that brings the brightest creative minds and digital producers in sports, entertainment, politics, news, and more to share their stories and strategies that will help you become a better leader and creator. This podcast is hosted by Clark Campbell, the founder and CEO of Reverb Agency, an event media production company where the goal is always to make great events look great online. Church creatives, leaders of church creatives, this episode is for you. If you are working in a church, part of your job is figuring out how to tell the same story over and over again in new and engaging ways. And because you're usually telling the same story, it can be really easy to keep making the same kind of content and wondering why no one's responding to what you're doing. Well, today we are bringing on two creatives from a church that pushes the creative boundaries at every turn to help you reimagine and represent the stories you tell every week. On today's episode, we are joined by Ron Starling and Jada Wilson from Transformation Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma. We dive into Transformation's approach to content creation, the tendency church creatives have to cap out their creative potential, and the questions you need to be asking to ensure that you are making content for the full spectrum of your audience. Now onto this week's episode, here's your host, Clark Campbell. That's right. And we brought Tessa back to the podcast for another episode. There's a trend. It seems like people like Tessa. And so Will, Will's here with us. Will Best. I had to, I had Tessa. to drag Tessa to do the last episode. And yeah. when she heard about who we were doing for the guest for this episode. I was entirely ask. too she, excited. She was like, That's right. I literally you said, not, you might be able to be on it, but like, I'm I'll be on. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. There was no pulling any teeth or any hair on this one. Tessa volunteered because, and by the way, um, I, I had to dress up for this. One. I put on a cool hat. I have a cool kid hoodie because I, and, and Tessa does too, if you're watching, uh, those of you who, have, who don't know, you can watch this on YouTube, but Tessa, uh, I just wanted to fit in today. And so we are interviewing, as you said, some really, really amazing people um, from a church, a ministry out in the, it's not even the Midwest, it's in Oklahoma. I don't even think it's a category. Oklahoma is just out there. Uh, they are Oklahoma. so cool. <laughs> they are so, where is Oklahoma? We were just out there recently in Oklahoma for the first time, but we are interviewing some amazing people and they're in the church world. So people that are listening today, you may not uh, have much experience in the church world or in church marketing or communications, um, but I'll be honest with you, some of the very best video narrative story content comes out of some of the largest ministries, especially uh, uh, here in the U.S. They are just killing it on social media. Uh, and that sounds like a U.S. thing. No, I'm sure other churches and ministries around the world are doing their thing on different platforms. But we follow some of the best ministries on the planet. And uh, Pastor Mike Todd and his team out in Oklahoma are crushing it. But here's the thing, Will. You know, does every church look the same on social media? So, yeah. like, there's so many churches that we get to work with, and there's so many churches that we look at, we follow them on social. Yeah. A lot of them we get the the privilege of being able to help with. And the really interesting thing is uh, churches oftentimes, like, look to the greats. So they're like, which are the ones that set the standards? There's plenty yeah. that I could say that people would say, like, oh, like, top five, top ten churches that we look to for our content um, across kind of the spectrum. And then a lot of churches, like, kind of try to copy and paste it. And I think the result mm -hmm. of that is you start to see a lot of content that looks – 
very similar, like to the points mm-hmm. where I can be scrolling in my Instagram feed and sometimes it's like, uh, I don't know which church this came from unless I actually like look at the username, but like it could have been yeah. any one of these five that I follow. Um, and it's, you know, you, you copy and paste and you do the thing that works. The speaker quote with the centered uh, captions, blah, blah, blah. Like yeah. everything looks the same. But uh, we actually at an event we were just at, at Life Church mm-hmm. with Willow Creek Association, we got to do the yeah. Global Leadership Summit Special Edition. We got yep. to run into a guy named Ron Sterling from Pastor Mike Todd's team at Transformation Nation. And we mm-hmm. got to have a cool conversation about uh, trying to break that mold and adopt a little bit of uh, that Gary Vee mentality of like, can we document over create and then turn what we document into a story that's more engaging on social uh, right before we bring in Ron and also Jada Wilson, who Ron brought to the table as well, who they work on some different sides of the church that we'll, uh, mm-hmm. we'll get to talk to in just a second. I want to I wanna say, and we'll throw this in here, but if there's one piece of content that I always think of when I think of like the transformation team, it's when they moved into their new building and you got Pastor <laughs> Mike Todd on top of the building going, I on got the, the roof. keys, 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 I got the keys, keys, the keys. keys. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that content because you wouldn't think that that content would come from a church. Like it was like yeah. a music video. It was super fun. <laughs> it was wildly engaging. And when I watch it, it's like that couldn't have come from a church because churches are. Too and it was like a three minute long thing. video that we yeah. all watched yeah. the whole the thing because <laughs> it was so engaging. So anyways, transformation, amazing, mm-hmm. dynamic content. Let's talk to Ron and Bring Jada him in. today. Ron and Jada, what is up? Round table. Up. Hey, we're here. we made it. We out here, yes. uh, out here in Tulsa, yeah. Oklahoma, <laughs> barely. Um, but we're so glad to be here. Thank you for having us, Ron and Jada. Yeah, let's thank let you, you so guys much. introduce yourself for just a second. So, Ron, we met you just the other day. I want you to introduce yourself, tell you what part of the church that you're working in, and then mm-hmm. Jada, I want you to follow up, tell me what part of the church you're working in, what you do as well. So, okay. Ron, kick us off. So, my name is Ron Starling. Um, let's see. I'm from New York City. Moved to Tulsa, Oklahoma, to work here at DC a little over a year ago. And right now, what I'm doing is I get to make uh, exclusive content, basically, for Pastor Mike Todd. So we have a division called Office of the Pastor, and you know, I just like to call it OOP. OTP. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? OTP. OTP. <laughs> Sounds cool. Or um, OP. Yeah. Oop. Just oop. There oop. it is. Oop. <laughs> and I, oop. <laughs> amazing amazing ron you moved from new york for transformation um i was born in new york and then i moved to las vegas i lived in las vegas for like a decade so weird to say like i lived somewhere for 10 years and then after that they were like hey yo come to tulsa i was like tulsa Tulsa. (laughs) line for line bar for bar and then uh i finally made the move out here Amazing, amazing. All right, Ron, enough about you. Get out of here. Jada, tell us about you. Tell us about yourself. Hi, so my name is Jada Wilson. Um, I'm originally from Louisiana, um, Come on. but I went to Spelman in Atlanta, Georgia, and you know, spent a little bit of time at home for, through the pandemic and then moved here to Tulsa. Um, to come work at TC. I currently work in social media and I'm on the creative media team under the experience division. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Bringing all sides today. Yeah, 100%. Guys, before we jump into what I I think we all want to talk about today, which is content inside the church, the problem that a lot of churches run into, what you guys do to make it different. 
break down for me a little bit more how you guys actually implement in your different roles. So Ron, your office of the pastor OTP, what does that look like in the implementation side? What are you doing day to day? What's the content that you're producing over there versus Jada, what you're doing on the experience side and the social and the things that you're touching. So Ron, you go first, Jada, follow up right after. Okay. I feel like my my position is a lot more personal when it comes to uh, just making content. So I'm making things in the little the little day to day. Like, how can I take what's happening in culture right now and make something that and and filter it through obviously the Bible, but then also like mm-hmm. make it so Pastor Mike. So the other day, mm-hmm. there's there's this trend going on where you ask a question and it's like like doom doom. I don't know what it's called, but like I just know it's a trend. Right. We're in a series <laughs> called Paper Chasers. And to make it personal, I was like, Ayo, Pastor Mike, just ask the question off of your sermon last week and then like just go in. Like, you know what the sound is. You know how to like you feel it. You know the vibe. Go ahead and go for it. And what's really cool is he's like he understands this stuff. So I don't have to dive in. I just need to show him and then be like, mm-hmm. hey, we got to do this. And um, so like essentially my my content looks like that. Where it's like, OK, how can I make this something that will probably go platinum on Instagram? And then go triple platinum on TikTok. <laughs> and then, like, how can I? How can I take what's what literally is ha- happening in the world? Like, we we just did a, a sermon called "Where the Money Resides," and that's all him. This brother is a genius, straight G. <laughs> and like, so it's up to me to think like, oh, so you're gonna do a sermon called "Where the Money Resides"? Oh, this weekend you get out the trunk of a car, you're gonna do that. That's that's gonna be your intro. Like, that's what's happening. So <laughs> it's it. it's up to me to think about those little things. And how can I actually uh, put that on all of his social medias, whether it's uh, Instagram, TikTok, um, all that stuff. Boom. So you're you're really storytelling on behalf of Pastor Mike on Pastor Mike's socials, right? Yes. And YouTube. Love stuff. it. So, yeah, literally. And YouTube socials, which all of them are amazing. All. Shift. Jada, what are you working on? So I work in social media. My actual title is social media project manager, but I'm kind of like in an interim coordinator position um, as we grow our team. And um, my role is not as personal in the sense of Ron's because I am running the social sport transformation church and not um, Pastor Mike. So Um, Our username is literally we are transformation. And I think about that all the time. Like that's in my head when I'm running our Instagram, because I want to create, not even create really, but like manage and post content that resonates with our audience, you know, and part of like the vision that Pastor Mike had for this church is that we would be a multi-ethnic, multicultural, multi-generational, multiplying church. Um, And so it is my job. Yes. (laughs) It's my job to make sure that we're hitting all those multis on social media. Um, And we kind of have like a formula for how to think about social content through that. Um, Mm. Mm. We have like a, in a formula and we have like a character that pastor mike came up with and his name is stormy Stormy. he's like a 20 yeah 27 year old single dad um cares a lot about what his friends think really immersed in culture um kind of knows god but hasn't really done the work to like grow in spiritual maturity and we create content that will reach stormy 
but also we need to create content that will reach Mama B, who is Pastor Mike's mom, who is a seasoned prayer warrior prophetess who can, you know, cast out demons and call down in the middle of the night. Absolutely. Like, tongue, like, like lay hands on you. You know, absolutely. <laughs> <Let's go. laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so two questions I'm constantly asking myself is, would Stormy get it and would Mama B get it? Mm, um, and go. that is that is kind of our meter. Like we have to be able to hit all the multis because we are a very young church. We're a very hip and urban church. We have predominantly black leadership, but um we are transformation is very diverse. Um, and so for me, it's being able to say, like, if you look at our grid, do we see those multis? Do we see multiple generations? Do you see um, multiple ethnic backgrounds? Like, is the music on our recaps a balance between like rap and lo-fi and pop beats? So like the music can catch different types of people's attention. Is the verbiage in our captions going to resonate with people? Mm. Um, that's mostly what I do. And as far as project management, it's just... Um, thinking about those things so that when I'm communicating with our content creators, I can know, like, I want to make this video for socials because it's going to cater to this audience. Or when I, when we shoot this video, I want to use these staff members in it because it represents three different generations and three different ethnic backgrounds, you know, that kind of thing. All right. Hey, listen, Will, Tessa, and Ron, we can hit end on this podcast and we can post it because that's all we needed right there. That (laughs) Jada just brought so much fire to the conversation. And listen, in the first question, it's just going to be Jada. Jada, in the the first first question, question. she's just going to be good. And if, and if you don't listen to anything else, rewind that and send that to your friends because she just gave you the answer and the solution to creating great content on social media. Know your audience. Have a character. Define them and get your content built around them. And Good give Lord. them a name. I love that. I love that you literally yeah. give your characters names. Stormy you talk about give, and like, Mama B. character all the time, but you're like, will this work, Stormy and Mama B? I love that. That's yeah. really awesome. and I have let's, a question. Let's be clear. Like that is all our pastor. Like Ron said, he's a genius and he came up with Stormy and you know, Stormy is actually a character that's based on his younger brother and Mama B is his mother. And his so he's like, mm. if, if my little brother and my mom will get it, then we, we hit the mark. And we out here. So, awesome. Yeah. It kind of coincides with the, um, the how to tell a story by Donald Miller. Uh, if you've yeah. ever read that, like that whole story is about understanding that like, the other person, not ourselves. Like I am not. We are not. Like the church is not the hero, right? Like it's if I can create a story and tell it to the point where the person listening, the person reading, the person watching this, you're the hero of your of this story, and you meet a guide, and you just ha- it happens to be us or it happens to be Jesus, and we get to help you make a decision that's going to help you mm. propel you to a, a greater future. That's how we win. And it's like uh, it's understanding how to do. Uh, um, how to make people understand that they're the hero of their story uh, and meet Jesus. Ron, what you don't know is we actually just did a podcast with the one and only JJ Peterson from StoryBrand. I think wow. literally, Tessa, we just recorded it went it out this morning. Week. It went out this morning. Wow. We're recording this one. Dude, hey. man, we love StoryBrand. We preach it. We love that. We love story I, love brand. That, I love that that's yeah. Neil's mindset over there too. Yep. Defining yeah. the hero, it's a part of like, making sure you guys are the guide. Yeah, it's a part of our orientation. Like, that's how important mm-hmm. it is. Like, understanding that we're not the hero, 
So mm-hmm. I love that. I love you, that. Clark, you have a question. Go. I do have a question. So I'm going to direct this first at Ron and Jada can follow up. Um, and it's you can answer either one of these. How do you set a content style trend versus following the lead of other brands or ministries? The other way you could answer this is who who are your content inspirations? So are you guys in a whiteboard room and you're coming up with ideas, kind of kind of setting the pace, or are you pulling in ideas from other brands and other ministries and incorporating them into making something that's unique for Mama B and for Stormy? My favorite thing is that I literally I don't look at other churches. Like mm-hmm. everyone, they're like, yo, so what and I'm like, it wasn't another church. So if they did it, it must have been the Holy Spirit because I definitely did not look at this stuff. <laughs> Um, like I, this is how literally, this is how you keep your cup full. Always, always, always strive to keep your cup full because God is speaking in absolutely everything. He's speaking in this trophy that's like sitting on my desk. He's speaking in like how my hard drive is, is, is sitting and like how, like how the light, but like everything is God, whether if it's a sunset or you're looking at a design on a, on a billboard or you're looking at art downtown in, in your neighborhood, like, God is speaking in all those things. And he mm. he is the creator. That is, the, I think, the fifth word in the Bible. We're creative. So I'm literally just a reflection of all that he is. So if I understand that that's how my cup is being filled by looking at God and everything, I'm going to use absolutely everything as a resource for my creativity. Um, like a couple weeks ago, I was on FaceTime with Pastor Mike, and I was like, oh, bet. Why don't I just use that as a, as a video? And I just literally screen recorded the FaceTime. Did a, did a little bit of motion graphics and added a, a, a recap in there and it went, it did a million on TikTok. And I'm like, oh, well, you know what I'm saying? Like there, it's, it's, there's no rhyme or reason, but the reason is like, there's a rhyme and a reason, literally it's all God. And I just have to stay in rhythm with him and I have to understand that he's the reason and that there are people that need whatever it, that whatever it is that God is saying through our church, put it out there. And that's, that's how I get inspired. Boom. That was oh, so good. That was good. <laughs> that was good. Jada, you got a you got a lot of follow up here. So uh, no. We'll... Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. It's it's all you. Okay. Like, it's your follow up. So we we know how it happens on the Pastor Mike side. Lead us for transformation. Yeah, for me, I mean, it's definitely that. Like God is speaking in literally everything, and um, realizing that because of the nature of the work that we do everything is spiritual. And so you can't go into a brainstorming session without prayer, you know, like you can't go into, um, an an iron meeting. We have these meetings called irons where we iron out the details of certain projects when we're collaborating with like another team in another division. Um, you can't go into an iron without prayer, you know, that kind of thing, being really led by the Holy spirit to know like, God, what do you want me to create? But also, in a more practical sense, I'm inspired by the people. Like, what does our audience want to see? Like, I read comments. I see what people are saying. I see what people are asking for. And yeah, I, I definitely pay attention to what people are asking for and what people are responding well to and um, paying attention to just like where culture is going. I wouldn't say that I have inspiration. That's like a brand. And like Ron said, I don't look at other churches because our goal as a ministry is not to be excellent for a church. We're 
our goal is to be excellent overall. We you know, like, and that's what we're doing. Exactly. We're representing what it looks like to be church creative. You know, mm-hmm. we don't want to, we don't want to stand tall next to another church. We want to stand tall next to Nike and Apple oh, and like, whoa. you know, big brands, right? Like completely a different echelon. Like, why would I want to be like someone else? And it's like, wait, Everyone, everyone in church has a threshold. They don't think about like mm. most churches don't think about like, oh, how can I break this barrier? But Nike doesn't think about what our church is doing. They're they're just innovative. Like everyone knows mm. and loves Nike. Everyone yeah. knows and loves Apple. Like let's be TC where it's like, oh, they're mm. the Apple of church. We're the Nike of mm. church. That is the goal. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Jada. My bad, Jay. <laughs> no, that was good. Yeah. That was good. Like fire. Yeah. That's really it. Like looking at where culture is going, like how can I hop on this trend on Twitter? Like how can I, how can we hop on this TikTok trend that's like doing really well right now? How can we brand this series to make it appealing to people? A great example is our paper chaser series that we're in right now. The colors are bright and loud and we use cheetah print and like these Benjamin Franklins that are like fuchsia and teal and yellow. Why? Because people don't like when churches talk about money. And so if they see something that's bright and cool and fun and they hear the instrumental, the money to blow playing in the background of the recap video, they're more inclined to watch because it's like, what are these people talking about? You know, like not only do people not want to talk about money inside the church, but let's talk about the fact that it's always boring and like mm. suit and tie, like uncomfortable when we do. The first tie was was this guy, Abraham in the Bible. And I was like, wait, no, like that's not what my real life problem is right now. My real life problem is, yo, I just got, I'm going to get this, this Jimmy and I'm going to get this income tax well, I'm finna do it. Like, like I need to understand what that's gonna be like because that's okay. a real conversation. Like, I'm really, Absolutely. I'm really about to do my taxes. I'm finna get like all this money. And it's like, hey, oh God, which like I mm-hmm. have to remember to ask mm-hmm. like how to steward that. And, like, those are real situations that Pastor Mike will literally talk about. You know, instead of it being like, you know, the first, the and which is real and it's true. I'm not gonna, we're not gonna mm-hmm. deviate from that biblical standard. But like, let's talk about it in real life. Mm-hmm. Let's make it practical. Like, you know, like I was, I really was going to put a down payment on this house with this because it was really going to set me up. But it's like, are you really trusting? Are you believing God for the house? Or are you just like asking God for money until someone else gives it to you? Like that's, mm. it's just real. He's just, he's yeah. on, he's on point with it. I love yeah. that. I love that. Just Wait, knowing where our people are. are. Mm, I love that. At the event we were just at, I got to watch uh, Ron and I were actually we were running around in the crowd shooting. We actually got in trouble for talking too loud during this moment. True story. We did. We did. Story. Ron and I were shooting <laughs> on the stage when Pastor Mike and Craig were having a conversation, and one of the crowd members came up. They're like, "Hey, you guys, you guys need to stop talking so loud." It was pretty funny. But <laughs> I was, like, I, was oh I, I was getting to watch uh, Pastor Mike and Pastor Craig talk on stage, and uh, Pastor Craig was talking about how like um, with with Pastor Mike, like obviously you guys with Pastor Mike have, have set up this whole experience to where people recognize and know you for the amazing work that you do on social. But but Jada and Ron, I love how you're just talking about like you, you guys don't compare it to other churches. Like you set a threshold that's higher. How can we not be like other churches? How can we be like other brands and be influencing in the culture? And it was super cool seeing those two people talk on stage, Pastor Mike and Craig, because I think those are two really cool examples of how high you can go if you don't cap your standards. If you look at Craig and leadership and how he builds out organizations, like he didn't say, 
how can we be as well running of an organization as this other church? He said, how can we make this one of the greatest running organizations? And how can we grow this to be bigger than ever before? And out of that yeah. comes fruit like the Bible app, which is like on everyone's phone ever. Like, you know, some of the biggest things ever have come out of Life Church in that way. But it, in so the exact true. same way over here with you guys, like Pastor Mike Todd and whatnot, it's it's not a question, like you're saying, guys. It's not a question of how can we be as good as this other church or like this other church. It's mm-hmm. how can we be like Nike? How can we be like Apple? I freaking love that. That's so awesome. It's literally it's so good. Um, everything you're reminding you're saying is reminding me of a quote that I read in one of my favorite books, and it's our minds are delighted by truth delivered indirectly, which is essentially the mm-hmm. idea of like beauty and visuals. Um, open the door for someone to hear truth or to like even want to listen to your message. And I think you all do such Mm -hmm. a good job of that by taking Mm -hmm. content that like you might not have seen a church do or that's like gritty and real or behind the scenes talking to Pastor Todd and that. And it's a doorway to what you all are trying to say. And that's what I think you all do so, so dang well. Completely. I mean, like when I had first got on staff or when I was actually first talking to our social media director a long, long time ago, he was like, yo, there are people, there's one person that needs exactly what's happening. Like, it's not about like making a recap. It's not about like making a cool graphic. It's not really about that. How can I actually like take the like legitimate word that we believe was given to our pastor by God that he worked for, he told for, and like, how can, how can I get that to someone? Someone needs to hear that. Like, that's going to change someone's life. I'm, I'm, I literally, like, I was making a, a video the other day, and I prayed. Like, I pray when I'm making things. Why? Because I know that this is going to impact someone. Not even just impact me. Like, I just made a video, or someone of our team made a video, and I was watching it this morning to just review it, and I was like, he was talking to me. He wasn't talking to nobody. Like, he was talking to nobody else but me. Like, I'm that person that, that needed to hear that today. And, like, mm-hmm. I can't wait to put that out why because someone's going to need that it's going to change someone's life it's going to like i have to understand so much though like that stormy mama b and everyone in between that that's my why like i'm doing this for the person that needs i'm doing this for the person that needs to stay like not to make a full recap that just so happens to be one thing that it comes out as because it's a it's a part of my stylistic choice but like the standard is we're going after the one, just as Jesus. So good. All right, I got a question for both of you. Um, what piece of advice would you give to like other people that are creating content for churches similar to what you all are doing? So like people in, in your roles at other churches, what kind of advice would you give them? For me, I would say know your audience. Um, I have been on staff at another church doing social media before, and my audience there was entirely different than my audience at TC. And if I came here using the same methods, the same formula, the same strategy I was using there, I would not be very good at my job. Although I was good at my job there because the audience is different. My methods are different. Like TC's biggest platform is Instagram over there. Our biggest platform was Facebook. Like, completely different demographic, completely different age range, completely different, like, um, ethnic backgrounds. And so it really takes the time and intentionality of looking, like, look at your analytics, look at your insights, read the comments, Mm. see what people are responding well to see what people don't like. 
you know, see like how many shares posts are getting, like what is your most shareable content that makes all the difference. And ever since I started doing that, like I've noticed things beginning to shift. Like I remember we were getting comments at one time about how like people felt like, um, the sermons weren't rooted enough in scripture, but it was because we weren't including scripture in the recap videos. Like he reads the scripture during the message and then expounds Exactly. So now I just include the clip of him reading the scripture before he goes into the point. Simple. Can he fall scripture if he got the scripture in there? You know, (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen one of those comments since. Since it is very practical, it is literally taking the time to do your research and know who your audience is. That's so good. you said something that's really, really big, and I don't know if you caught that, but you said method is And I think we have to understand that, that we have to actually filter the, the vision and the mission and understand that that's what we're doing. But then like the method, I cannot be married to my method, but I do want to be married to like, like the mission is going to happen. Like we are re- representing God, the lost and found for transformation. That's, that's it. Period. Poo. But like, how that happens, the method will change in a season. It could change in a day. Mm-hmm. If Pastor Mike says we're not doing, um, like, we'll never do uh, videos again and we're just doing graphics or, like, whatever, I bet, like, we're going to represent. But I, I, I cannot be married to them because that's when you get hurt. So, church creative, this is how you don't get hurt because this is such, like, this is such a, a vulnerable thing. You're making things every single day. You're putting your heart and soul into this. You, t- like, you're staying up late. You probably stayed up till 2 a.m. last night making something that someone might not appreciate. And the thing is, friend, like, you you can't, I forget, like, I wish Mima was here because she says it so well because we have the same, but like, I can't, I can't, um, oh no, it's, it's slipping my mind, but like, if you made something, we can't get hurt by it. Like, you cannot be married to what it is that you made because that's, how, that's literally a breeding ground for effect. It's a breeding ground for pain um it's gonna change someone's not gonna like your stuff and like i can't sacrifice like that based on like what it is that i need to put out so um one get your vision down get the mission down right and once you have that like everything else will flow like find your method and execute what works do that Mm -hmm. keep doing it well do memes work for you go ahead go ahead get your meme game up do um do Quote graphics and then you slide and it's a scripture. Does that work for your church? Do that. Does question work for your church? Do that. Recaps? Do that. Do all of them if they do. Um, do ads work for your church? Like explore what those things are and then actually like change up your methods. Never change the mission. Never change the mission. Boom. boom that was boom. a word. That was fantastic. Okay. So, so from Jada. It's intentionality. Mm-hmm. It's key. It's it's call and response. So you got to call. Like you, you got to start by putting stuff out there, but then but then receive and respond. So analyze. Look at the comments. Look at the analytics. See what's working. Change. Continue to always pivot to really get to the thing that's working and optimize the best. And then Ron, I love how you said that methods will change. Mission never will. Define your mission. Figure out the methods that work now. But they might not work tomorrow and you might need to change tomorrow and you might have leadership call a change and you might have your audience as you're doing your call and response call a change too to where this was working really, really well. Now it's not. I can't tell you how many 
and, and Ron, actually, you'll be able to probably say this with Pastor Mike's. Um, I can't tell you how many times people have like grown an Instagram and that it is like their idol to a point to where like this is where all their focus goes to when the reality is the new method of TikTok might work a whole lot better than the previous method of Instagram that was just killer for a season. New seasons call mm -hmm. for new methods. Oof, a word, a word. Oh. And, and like new platforms or different platforms call for different methods too. Like if yep. we're posting on Facebook, I'm going to post a three to five, maybe even a 15 minute video because my, my, my season saints, they're going to be on, they're going to be on Facebook, <laughs> but yes. but the new, the new saints, the, um, they're not going to be on Instagram that long. I need a bite size. I need 15, maybe 45, a minute and a half max on Instagram, on TikTok. You, your cap is a minute. And I'm going to be honest, if it's, if it's over 30 seconds, it's probably not going to do well. And then like uh -huh. on Twitter, like two to three minutes is your sweet spot. Like if you can just hit a two to three minute boy that's informational on TikTok, you're winning. Or I'm sorry, on Twitter, you're winning. So mm -hmm. even different platforms have different methods as well. Boom. That was so good. Oh, Guys, nice. thank you so, so much for coming on today. It's been so wonderful having you. Uh, yes, honestly, just from like a a personal and a selfish perspective. I've learned a lot and being able to see a lot of really good insight from what you two both have to share and give based off of your own areas inside <laughs> of transformation nation. It was really good content. Clark is back. Clark <laughs> Clark is on vacation right now. He's been dropping in and out. It looks like he might be frozen again. It's been a fun, fun time on the back end of this. So if Clark is here, I'm sure he'll want to say bye to you guys. If he's not, let me say it on his behalf. Thank you so much for coming on today. It's been such a wonderful episode and we've been so, so grateful to talk to you both. Thank Absolutely. you for having us. The honor. Well, <laughs> yes. Of course. Talk to you. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye all. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us this week on Reverb Roundtable. Y'all, I cannot even begin to describe how much I got out of this episode. Ron, Jada, and the whole crew at Transformation never cease to inspire, and I hope that you are leaving this podcast with renewed energy to keep innovating and representing well. If you are anything like me, you probably wanted to take a bajillion notes during that. But if you didn't get a chance, or you just really haven't had time to write notes, you can go ahead and steal a copy of ours. To grab our show notes, go to rvrb.cc forward slash podcast and subscribe to our email list. Last but not least, if you're enjoying the show and want to show a little extra love, go ahead and leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening on. We would crazy appreciate it and it would just help a couple other people find our podcast. Once again, thank you so much for joining us and we will see you here next week.